Hello and welcome back to the West Bank Bible Church podcast. We thank you for being here. Today we will be looking at the doctrine of the ascension and seating of Christ, which is in the categorical studies, but there's also going to be a link there on the podcast page uh, there on the website, westbankbiblechurch.com. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1 9 as may or may not be necessary. Dear Heavenly Father, help us and guide us. Present the word through me and through Pastor Merritt. The best that we can do, we're humbled humbled by all your many blessings and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Doctrine of Ascension and Seating of Christ, point one, definition and concept. The body transfer of our Lord from the earthly to the heavenly sphere of existence. The Ascension is then that doctrine of Christology pertaining to the glorification of Jesus and hypostatic union being seated at the right of the Father in the place of honor. Both the ascension and seating of our Lord were accomplished in resurrection body. The ascension of our Lord forms the climax of Jesus' strategic victory in the angelic conflict. The primary account of the ascension appears in Acts Chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, and Luke 24, 51. And Acts chapter 1, verse 9 through 11, read, After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and the cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Luke 24, 51. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. The tertiary reference in Mark 1619 is rendered questionable by inferior textual evidence. Mark 16, 9 through 20, not in the better manuscripts. However, the ascension is assumed as the foundation for numerous statements in the New Testament. Examples of this are Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Since, then, You have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Romans 8.34 Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died? More than that, who was raised to life. It is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1. The point of what we are saying is this. We do not have such a high priest who sat down the right hand of the throne of the, 
majesty in heaven. 1.4 In fact, there is hardly a New Testament writer who does not give testimony, direct or indirect, to the truth of the ascension. According to Luke, the event took place approximately 40 days after the resurrection. Acts chapter 1, verse 3. Remember now that Luke wrote the book of Acts. After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Luke also tells us it took place near Bethany on the Mount of Olives, appearing into a cloud. Bethany, point or two about that famous city. Luke 4, 24, 50 tells us when he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Point or two about the Mount of Olives. Acts 1.12 Then he returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. It was there he appeared in a cloud. Acts 1.9 After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. Now, whether the cloud was that of the Shekinah glory or a natural cloud of vapor, well, the record does not make clear. Not for us to know then, huh? The ascension was anticipated, though, in the Old Testament. For example, Psalm chapter 68, verse 18. When you ascended on high, you led captives in your train. You received gifts for men, even for the rebellious men, that you, O Lord God, might dwell there. Related verse is Ephesians 4, 8, done during three days in, in the grave. Shield to heaven. Psalm 110, 1. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The ascension was prophesied by our Lord. John 6, 58. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and died. But he who feeds on this bread will live forever. Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? John 20, verse 17, Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Objection has been raised concerning the ascension by those who approach the record from a pure 
naturalistic viewpoint. They assert that such violation of the law of gravity is unthinkable. However, for those who accept the possibility of supernatural intervention in the world, the ascension is no problem. Given an, excuse me, given an omnipotent God, both the resurrection and the ascension are easily, quite easily conceivable. Some view the ascension as being merely a symbolic representation of Christ's entrance into divine glory. This is an attempt to retain the spiritual value of the ascension account without sacrificing the concept of the natural world as a closed system not susceptible to supernatural intrusion. The significance of the ascension is manifold. For Christ himself, the ascension meant exaltation to a position of glory as the victorious Lord, the head of the church. Let me read you what Ephesians 1.20 through 23 have to say, which, excuse me, about Christ himself and the ascension, of course, as the head of the church, which such power he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And then in Philippians 2.9, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. The ascension also made possible the coming of the Holy Spirit to indwell the believer as our mentor to convince of sin and to teach us doctrine. John 16, verse 17. But I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. Un <coughs> Excuse me. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. And of course, that counselor would be the Holy Spirit. And John goes on in verse 13 of that same chapter 6, excuse me, uh, in chapter 16, excuse me. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. And then in John 14, 26, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Acts 2, 33 says, Exalted to the right hand of God. 
He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. All right, a point or two about the ascension. The ascension signifies the identification of the Christian with Christ. We are seated with him, positionally in the heavenlies. Ephesians 2, 6 says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. That would be, of course, a positional seating. In Colossians 3, 1, 2, and 3, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. The ascension initiated Christ's high priestly advocacy before the Father on the believer's behalf, a truth which is given major treatment in the epistles to the Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4, beginning in verse 14. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 6.20 Jesus who went before us has entered into the third heaven on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And I refer you to David's wonderful teaching on Melchizedek, which can be found elsewhere in our podcast. All right, Hebrews chapter 7, beginning in verse 22, reading through verse 25. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantee of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives and intercedes for them. Hebrews 8.1 The point of what I'm saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. In verse 24 of chapter 9 in that same book of Hebrews, for Christ did enter a man, a made man, excuse me, a man-made sanctuary that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's presence. Christ will return to the earth in the same manner in which he ascended. Acts one eleven tells us that. It says, Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand 
here looking into the sky. This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. The resurrection body of Jesus was capable of both horizontal and vertical travel. During the 40 days following the resurrection, Christ went through walls, wow, and ultimately he passed through two heavens to get to the third heaven. How about that, David? That's amazing. The ascension establishes the authority of our Lord and therefore has the authority to intercede for us. Let's see what that wonderful book of Romans has to say in chapter 8. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died? More than that, who was raised to life? Is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or fame or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded, I love this verse, David. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. David, how about you taking over here? We'll be closing there. The power and perfection of his total being and work is portrayed in the ascension. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. The ascension is related to the angelic conflict, says Hebrews 1, 13 and 14. And they say, To which of the angels did God ever say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? His ascension is related to our Lord's unique sacrifice for sin. Hebrews 10, verse 12. But when this priest had offered up for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And praise God he did. Mm -hmm. The ascension is related to our need to keep ourselves occupied with Christ. Hebrews 12, 2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who instead of the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The ascension is related to the strategic victory of Jesus the Christ, his celebratory ship, and the giving of gifts to church-aid believers. 1 Peter 3.22 who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand, 
with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 through 11. But to each one of us grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, When he, ascend, when he ascended on high, he led captive in, in his train and gave gifts to men. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some, sitting next to me, to be pastors and teachers. Acts 2.33, exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. The ascension made possible our receiving the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Do you not know what your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. The ascension verifies the efficacy of Christ on the cross. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. It was necessary, then, for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a man-made sanctuary that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's presence. The ascension begins the ultimate defeat and the process of the capitulation of Satan in the angelic conflict. The ascension is related to the doctrine of the resurrection, which would probably be a good lesson to work on for next week. Amen. Pastor Merritt. Yes, sir. Could you close us out with a prayer? Okay. Father, we are grateful for the privilege of being able to come together and to talk about the ascension and session of Christ for us. We are grateful for the efficacy of his work and how he indeed took upon himself all of the sins of the world and uh, took care of each and every one individually for each and every one of us who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So it is important for us to close each and every lesson with the message that you're a sinner I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. 
and there's only resolution of the sin problem. Only one resolution of the sin problem. And that is, of course, faith alone in Christ alone. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, he is our Savior. And our job is to not only get the word out, but to continually take in the word. So David, thank you for being such assistance and such a wonderful, wonderful partner in this ministry. If there's anyone out there without Jesus Christ and their Lord as their Lord and Savior, just as easy as it's presented, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Until next time, so long.